Welcome to season two of Our New Voice. In this series, we're focusing on relationships, specifically couples. We've been tracking in couples fishbone therapy what works, and through the reflection of others, we see some patterns. Exhaustion from the same conflict with our partners, a feeling of not being heard, games of persistence and resistance. So we're all growing wiser together. Because we know in the pure reflection of your partner, all is revealed that's yet to be healed. And life is a school and relationship is the classroom. Self-mastery is the goal. If you're feeling brave, join us in the couple's fishbowl experience. You can sign up at gwtsfamily.com. In the reflections of others, we grow clarity for a shared reality. Remember, we're stronger together, and it's time to grow me's to we's. Hello, welcome to our new voice. Second episode in the couple season. Man, today I really feel like I'm living for a reason. Tristan and Fela are here in the living room, which is done all new and feeling great and really true and open to talk to us about being a young couple and the reflection of what they're learning. So welcome, Tristan. Welcome, Fela. Yeah, thanks for thanks for inviting us on. Yep, Fela wanted to make the podcast. We're excited. Yeah, woo, party. Yeah. <laughs> and Miles is here with me. Thanks, Miles. Hey, hello, everyone. All right, so then let's just start in basics. How long have you been in a relationship? Five months. Five months. It was actually a, a debate for a little bit. <laughs> Bela thought it was uh, four months uh, coming up. And I was like, no, I think it's five months. And she was like, no, there's no way I would have missed a month. So it, it was, <laughs> then we had to like count, recount and count like all the months again. I had to recount the calendar about like five times. I was not sure. I was like, one, two, three. <laughs> Wait, no, no, it's four. No, no, it's five. <laughs> it took me a few tries, but. Yeah, I'm glad you came to agreement. I could yeah. feel the way you both firmly said it, so it sounded like you'd worked on it. Yeah. We really did. We really rehearsed this. You know. We've been practicing for a few hours. Nice. Well, thank you. Good work. Good work. <laughs> yeah. So we've been in a relationship how long? 20 years. Two. Or we met 2001. Well, we don't have the calendar argument here, but. <laughs> 21 years. No, we got. 20 years 22 years yeah we met well we met in 90s but 2001 is when we started dating and we were married april 27th of 2002. okay how long does it feel like for you how long does it feel like yeah 20 years So he was right, technically. So then, uh, yeah. so then that's the right answer. Right? 20, 21, 22 years. 21. It's, I guess at that, at that, like, as uh, when it gets that long, you know, it starts to kind of blend in. Maybe 20 years until it's 30. Yeah. Wow. All right. Or it could be, or until 25. Like increments of five. I go by increments of five, too. That's so funny. Yeah, we just had this discussion the other day. We were, we were saying how, like, my father likes that. Well, we were saying, it was like, like, so what are the months that are like, you know, kind of a big deal? I said, I go by increments of five until it goes to a year. And then, you know, like when you're in a relationship, like when you're dating, I feel like each year, like after a year, you don't really be like, you're in, you're in three months. Like it doesn't really make sense. So, but yeah, it's funny. I go by increments of five as well. Hmm. Go figure. 
not me. <laughs> so it's almost 20, 21 years, right? Well, if we're going by increments of five, and we started dating in 2001, we're in 22, so we're going towards the 25. So I guess we're still on 20 on the low side, right? Because yeah. when you do fives, you're whatever's you're under three. We're at the low end. You round to the low end. So we're at the 20. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Ooh. Sorry for the stress. A lot of mental math. <laughs> <around the podcast. laughs> All right. So then what well, first thing I'm wondering about is, I mean, I'm watching, so I have some thoughts about it and I, I've seen it for myself, but how have you changed from being in a relationship? Like as a person, how have you changed? You want to start? You want to start? Um, I don't know. I think like, I don't know how exactly I've changed, but I've noticed I've had to change. Like, obviously there's a lot of things like being single. You don't like when it comes to like another person being, being in a relationship with another person, there's a lot of factors you have to account for now. So like that, that kind of has changed for me, you know, the way I think about certain things. Um, But it's, it's hard to say like exactly what's changed. Like I can't say like, Oh, well I started doing this. Like, cause I mean, I don't think much has changed in like my behavior, but I think, you know, it's just been like a process of understanding and like making sure that I'm not being too selfish about things. I would agree. Like in the way that I wouldn't say like, Oh, I can see, like, I know exactly what has changed, but like being in a relationship, like you kind of have to, you know, work with your partner so I think there has to be some sort of change. Like, and I noticed that there are like, again, what Tristan said, like there, there are certain things that you're like, oh, I have to take more consideration. Cause like, I don't know how like my partner would feel about this or that. So there are definitely things like that you kind of have to change. So yeah, I agree. How about you, Miles? How have you changed from being in a relationship? Um, becoming more responsible. I've become more considerate and more more uh, on a schedule taking on a lot of responsibilities and make and adjusting those responsibilities and and uh, taking on re- responsibilities when they need to be taken on um, and uh, being more of a collaborator and you know with working together and and, and such things Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely having to work around other people and not just getting to do what you want all the time is always a, a challenge in the, in the me-centered world, right? So I definitely identify with that. I would say how I change the most is just learning, learning to work around other things, like learning to stay focused and creative regardless of what the other things are doing. And I don't know if that's collaborative or not, but that patience when you're a mom and you have kids, like I just kind of learned to keep trying to be me, like stay authentic no matter what's happening. You know, like no matter what the other person is doing, stay authentic. So then what I would say is that the, one of the things I've noticed is in the relationship, I've grown more authentic because I felt that that was important for me to stay authentic regardless of what was happening around me. So that's one of the ways I stayed uh, or I changed because I think as a people pleaser, I wasn't very good at being authentic sometimes. And with you and with our family, 
I'm, I try to keep it pretty real. Like try to be honest with where I'm at and what my part is. So I changed to be more honest about my part by being in a relationship. Do you guys think like, do you, do you think that the responsibilities of like having children is just like the next step when it comes to responsibilities in a relationship? Because I mean, from what you're saying, you know, like all the things you're saying, like working around a schedule and stuff like that. I mean, that sounds like it's also utilized when you have kids. Like you have to work around things and, you know, you have to have a schedule and have a set regimen of things because you have these, you know, people living with you now. Mm -hmm. So I just noticed that. Well, I think that's one of the ways that kids make you grow up. But what were you thinking, Miles? Well, I think it's important uh, before before children in a relationship to, to begin with, things that I didn't know. To have have a shared reality, a shared plan, a shared way that you are going to be together in the world, mm. and expectations for that, and so that you're meeting expectations. Because when when you have those, when you begin to have those conflicts, usually it's because some of those expectations aren't being met, and or they're not even being realized that you have them. Right. Like I expect you to call me back at this time, or I expect you to call me this many times a week, or you know, or this, this not this at this time in the evening, you know, if you're not, you know, you're not together, uh, or you know, whatever those are, they come up, and and if you haven't already thought about them, they can be conflicts. Yeah. So those are good, but when you have kids, then that those are involved, and then who's going to do what at what time and your turn to do this is you know who's going to do same kind of thing is like when you have your when you're like what's your roommates you know you're going to do your dishes you're going to do you know clean the dish like those kind of rules that you have expectations and, and stuff I, I think that that's that's one of the big things that i learned that i could have learned many 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 years ago or i've been appreciative of yeah you know, the first thing that happens to me when he asks that question, Tristan, is like, oh, don't think it's because of you, kids. You know, it's not your fault that, you know, our life is different. You know, like, that's the first thing that comes out when you say that. And then I get over myself and I remember your question. And I think that kids for sure help shape our lives because they come in almost like witnesses. You're being witnessed all the time by your children. Yeah. They're watching you. They're learning from you. They're reflecting you. You watch them learn to be like, oh, I can't tell you you're like that because you don't know you're like that. But you're like that. Right. And I know that's happening. I'm I'm in tune enough to what's going on. And I'm like, tell me, tell me. Like, it, it's like a weird thing what happens with your kids. They really do just bring you to, again, you're authentic. Like, do you see yourself? Like, do you see me? Do you see what we're doing? You know, that kind of stuff. So I don't find the structure and being patient the hard part of the process. I think getting honest with yourself is the hard part of the process as far as I'm concerned. You know, like laughing with people and figuring it out and being patient and being creative. You know, that's my all day every day. You know, that's just kind of the way I am. Yeah. Good question. Thank you. So we've been talking when you guys were earlier around gender roles. Like, 
how have you noticed your gender roles? Like, and how do you see them play out? Like, do gender roles come up? Like, you know what I mean? That's like, just really want to tease out that gender role thing. Um, well, I think for us, they only come up when it's in Fela's convenience. <laughs> <laughs> like any, any time, like, it's like anything, you know, slightly inconveniencing. She's like, well, you should do that because you're the man in the relationship. And <laughs> I do not think that at all. I think I honestly, like, I've been aiming towards, like, not, they're not being, like, those, like, uh, ingrained gender roles. I, I don't think that that's um, the way that relationships should be. I mean, like, I guess it's, I'm not saying, like, it's impossible to be in a relationship where it's like that. But uh, me personally, like, I just don't um, want to subscribe to that too much because of just, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. There's no reason for it to be like that. It's not, it's not like you're not breaking any laws by like saying like, okay, well, I'm not like, just because I'm a man doesn't mean I have to like do that in the relationship. And just because you're a girl like, or just because you're a woman, like it doesn't mean that like you have to do anything, like anything in that category. I think it should be like what you're willing to do and like, you know, it should be fair. So... Yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I guess like, that's my stance yeah, on it. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm thinking and reflecting. <laughs> yeah, I think I've always, um, like, for, I feel like I lean more, like, feminist. But I've always followed gender roles because, like, my dad's very strongly leaning towards gender roles and very, like, oh, like, the woman should do this and the man should do this. But, like, I think... Actually, going back on your earlier question, I think big part of change is that, um, like, I feel like I'm following, like, more of what Tristan likes now and understanding that, like, I kind of, like, enjoy being in a relationship that's not just, like, gender-rolled or, like, like, I, like, I I would, like, consider myself a more, like, masculine woman. So, like, sometimes, like, I'm fine with doing, being, like, a masculine woman or, like, so, yeah, I... I feel like generals suck as well. Like, I think like it's such a dumb concept. I don't really agree with it. So, but, like, if I'm feeling lazy, Tristan should go stand up and get something for me because he is a man, like, <laughs> just saying. Like, yeah. women have been down for how many years? Like, Wait a minute. How no, long have like, you let you do it? Like, <laughs> I can't let you do that to us. You can't be using our cards like that as women. It's so wrong. Like, I sometimes wonder if all those stories we've been hearing about all the oppression, as much as things have gone down that shouldn't have gone down, and I'm sorry for any part I had in hurting people, but like to keep using those stories to justify like laziness or to manipulate yourself, bitches, we gotta pull each other up on this one. Like that ain't pretty. Yeah. No, I feel like <laughs> yeah, I feel she, like as a female, like I should not have to like stand up and do anything <laughs> ever. But I do see where. The thoughtfulness of the other comes into play and being in tune with the relationship. And I like what I'm hearing you guys share is that you're finding like a shared way of being together that isn't informed by the roles because the roles can be really manipulative and you can get really like stuck or, or kind of lose your authenticity in the role. Yeah, I think a lot of people treat it as like, you know, like I have to do this now. And like like when like guys, like people my age, like they've been like they get into these relationships think that's like okay well this is my job now the relationship i have to 
do all these things. And it's like, sometimes it's stuff that they don't like and they keep doing these things that they don't like and it can like build resentment. And then they start taking it out on like the person they blame, like, you know, they blame the other partner being like, okay, well, I'm, I have to do these things. It's your fault. Like when reality, it's not their fault. It's just like the society's fault, I guess. It's just what has to be done. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't like, but it doesn't always have to be done by that, like that specific person. Like, I mean, both people can do it, you know? I think there was a, the intention was to, of showing reverence for, for the, the, uh, the woman, like the opening of doors and stuff. But at the same time, there is like the, the want to, to give the woman, uh, more empowered or more self-reliant or more, more uh, you know, equality in the relationship. And then like with your father, you were like, make sure you open the doors because there was the judgment that if I didn't open the doors, he he would, would upset your, your father. So I opened the doors and I do open the doors. Yeah. <laughs> You're holding something, you know, there's no need to open the door. I wouldn't say that, but no, I, I love that we're touching on that one because Growing up being treated that way, there was a way that you almost felt acknowledged for something that you were because your bags were carried, your doors were open. You're like, oh, I'm one of them that gets that, right? But me personally, I didn't necessarily feel valued for what I wanted to be valued for. Like I wanted to be valued for what was inside, for my thoughts, for the things I wonder about, for my ability to you know, look at things. Like, So I wasn't being seen the way I wanted to be seen. But then it was time to surrender my heart and like say, okay, you're my partner, the imprint of that idea of how you're supposed to be to get what you think you're supposed to get. Like, that's what I mean about the way the programming works. Did I lose you all? Or are you still tracking? The programming? I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. Well, like, I learned to receive male attention a certain way. And then when it was my turn to be in a relationship, I was expecting it that way. Uh-huh. But it wasn't really what I needed it to be. What I needed it to be was, do you want to know me? Do you want to see me? Do you think I'm intelligent? Are you willing to work with me? Right. Like that's like what you I thought, wanted. You I wanted like a teammate. Whole... I didn't just want somebody to open doors to me and treat me nicely in front of their friends and then do whatever the hell else when they went out. Right. You know what I mean? Like I want a team. I wanted to be honored for what I brought to a team. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's, I don't know how to explain it, but I think like women are like expected a certain thing. And when women are expected a certain thing and men are expected a certain thing, like there can't be a team. So I like totally understand what you mean when you say like you want a team. Cause like, I feel the same way. Like I want like a best friend and I want a team. And like, for me, that's like what I find very important in the relationship. But I feel like if like you're following like gender norms, like you're not really working in a team, you're kind of just expecting one thing from one person and the other person is expected to do the other. And I think you more want to work, like on like what do you enjoy to do and what do I enjoy to do and how can we make this work so that we're both enjoying like each other enjoying life and enjoying everything around us and not just like let's follow this because this is what society tells us to do yeah because it's with it's with backlash right because like sometimes that stay-at-home mom person is like lost and resentful and doesn't really have something going on that makes her kind of feel alive you know what I mean or if that dad's out getting reflected in all those ways or that mom's out getting reflected in all those ways, but that's not happening to the whole house. It's just happening to the one person. 
Yeah. And I love working. Like, I think that was a big thing that made me understand that I really don't like gender roles because I found that like, I really enjoy like being out and working. Me too. And, I like, loved hard work. Yeah. I, I love it. I wish people would work hard around me. It gets me to work harder. I love to get figure out how to work hard. Yeah. I, I really enjoy that. Like, I think that's a big personal thing for me. And I think I would never want to be home with like a kid. Like I like, that's just not how I would ever really want to be at all. So I find that like the gender norms would never work for me because that's not what I ever would want to do. You know, like I would, I would not mind having a kid, but I think the idea of like being a stay at home mom would never be my thing because I love to work. Like I love to be like out of the house. Yeah, you're creative. Yeah. You have a lot of energy that you want to put through. And as much as having kids, like Tristan was describing it, it's a structure. It's like boarding of your creativity. It's also a place for your creativity, but it's all about them all mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. So that's really something that has a certain skill set that comes with it and a certain desire to be seen in that reflection for that period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what we're getting at is that you want to have the the, the division of, of the, the labor in your in your relationship. When it moves over to being having kids, then both partners want need to be able to do the other jobs, do the, the changing, do the the uh, cooking and, and it just makes it more even and more easier to do it to less you know there's a lot of a lot of effort involved like working all, all day and then coming home and cooking dinner and, and just doing all that stuff so having some someone who's going to do that with you or be able you know like call them in so call in to help you know and uh so in that sense, like my mom always did cooking. My dad would like to grill stuff, like grill chicken or whatever outside, but like he didn't really cook until like years later when he got a divorce. Yeah. So it was uh, so just having the having that kind of uh, split in the in the labor or or you know joined a skill in your relationship makes it stronger and and there's less resentment. I think for me personally, when I think of like splitting the labor, I think like I would want it to be like more like an even split because for me personally, like when I was like, when I was younger, like I didn't have that good of a relationship with my dad because he always worked and I was like really close with my mom because she was always home taking care of us. And I still am like not very close to my dad. So I feel like if like my parents followed more of a non-traditional way, like they both worked or they both put in like different sort of efforts to be closer to us. Like, I think that would have worked a lot better. And I think like if I were to have kids, like I would want it that way. Like I wanted, I would want the parenting to be more like equal. Cause I found that like my parents follow a, like such a traditional, like parenting, like schedule that like I didn't get closeness with my dad. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, definitely the relationship that you have with both your parents is so informative to like how you develop relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's for sure. A, uh, that like most people, that's what they, they're basing relationships off of is what they see in like their parents. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know if that's ever something that like changes or not. I, I'm sure people make efforts to change and 
you know, can successfully alter certain aspects of their relationships to not be like, you know, what they've experienced with their parents. But I think it always will kind of uh, not regress, but there's always going to be that like blueprint of like, mm -hmm. the parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, it's your first reflections. Right. So it's, we learn so much through reflection. Right. But I think it also changes the the uh, trajectory. Like, so say you grow up with people who are one way, like Hafela was saying, and she wants to do it differently because she saw that way and that way doesn't match the way that she feels her nature is. Yeah. So that's kind of a, using what you learned and then doing it from what you know about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also helpful for like being like, okay, I'm going to avoid that. Yeah, I've seen that too. And then sometimes we can't. It's weird. Like, you know, yeah, sometimes like, like you try to avoid it and then you just realize that the whole time you've just been exactly like that. Yeah, right, dude. That, yeah. Those are not the easiest realizations, but they are true. <laughs> they happen. So tell me, as I giggle at my own, you know, just my demise, what is the role of humor in your relationships? How do you use humor and, and laughing and stuff? Like, how does that play out? I'll let you go. Let me go? Yeah, yeah. So do you have a similar sense of humor? I mean, like, how does humor work? Yeah. Yeah. We're both really funny. <laughs> so sometimes it's like a funny competition. Like, if, I'm in a, if we're in a room together, I'm like, who can be funnier? Nice. Yeah. I think it's usually me. She doesn't like personally. losing as much. No, she's a pretty sore, <laughs> she's a pretty sore loser. I'm usually winning, though. Mm, I don't think so. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I think I think there is a lot of uh, humor between us. I think I think that's a main thing. That's the reason why we like each other so much is because we make each other laugh. Mm -hmm. um, it is hard over like when we're texting though, because we don't like oh, yeah. live too close. So like, well, you know, because I think the humor, like being like making a joke and then also being mad at someone, I like they kind of look the same over text yeah when yeah. you're joking around so sometimes like she'll be making a joke and i'm like oh is she mad at me like or or like i'll think she's making a joke and she's actually really mad like <laughs> just really pissed off at me about something or you know and and i think so in person i think it's really easy to tell you know you can obviously like it's really you're really quick to notice when like it's a joke or it's not but i think for us like over text yeah, that's where I've humor that. gets dicey. Yeah, totally. Careful with those combos on text. They're not for emotional conversations. Yeah, uh, it's so I don't. It's like it's impossible, but like I wish there was a way to like put like content or like put like enunciation and like different stuff like that, like subtext into like so like because you know you read it and you read it in your own way in your head. Like there's like and they didn't mean to type it like that. I think it's a great tool for thinking about how projection works, right? Because you have a certain projection onto what you think they're going to say. They're saying it away. You're taking your projection, but then I'm not. They may not be how they meant to say it. Yeah, I feel like tone is also really important. Tone. Like you have to like feel someone's tone like in person because there's really it's it's really hard to read someone's tone over text. There is no tone really. Yeah, in there. exactly so. zero tone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but. but that's again where we see what we put into it. Because that's where it gets revealed because it's kind of neutral. It's just out there and we're making it up into whatever we're deciding to think about it. Right. Or what we think they're thinking about it. And if you're both I'm like, oh my God, I love you more. I love you more. No, you're so funny. Ah, and you're in that place. But you're like, I don't know about that. You don't know about that? What do you mean? Did, well, did they say this because they don't know about that? 
like, you know, it just starts a whole different lens on what's happening. Yeah. Like you kind of, you know, one bat, one text that's like not the way you've been thinking about it. You kind of fall and you like start snowballing (laughs) and you're just like, what, what? Like, and then you start looking back, like maybe this whole thing has been fucked up this whole time. So it's just, it's tough. We've been, we've been uh, trying to get better at that, trying to uh, express our feelings in a more pointed way, like be like really upfront about like, Hey, like that upset me at least over text. I think, I think in person it's, it's easier to notice, but I think that's also healthy to, Make sure you're telling the person, hey, like that wasn't, I didn't like so that. So you're learning to make boundaries with each other or at least make each other aware of where your lines are. Yeah, like, or, yeah, like making each other aware of like how we're feeling at the moment. Because I feel like a lot of times, especially with our age, people um, don't. What's your age? 21. No, uh, <laughs> 19. Um, but a lot of people don't want to make the other person upset. Or they don't want to like cause another issue, so they don't tell the person when like something makes them mad, which just makes everything worse. Just like a long run, like it's just, it's not, it's not good. I've noticed it's not good, so I've been, I've been pretty, pretty adamant about that. I think, I think that's something yeah. that I've really been promoting since the relationship started. Is that like we need to, like, if you don't, if you're not happy about something, like you have to tell me. Because otherwise, it's just like you're going to start not liking, like you're going to start being unhappy. Mm-hmm. So, well, then when she tells you what she's not happy about or upset about, do you have to fix it? Or like, what's the response? Because what if like it's just where the person's at and they're coming out sideways? Yeah, I mean, that's when it gets, you know, it goes in different directions. I think sometimes like she'll tell me something and I'm like, okay, well, I didn't mean it like that or I don't see it like that at all. And then other times I'm like, I didn't realize I'm really sorry. Like, or, Sometimes I just like don't understand. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what I did. So that that's another, you know, it's just another hurdle. But well, at least we got over the first one. <laughs> Still working. Way to on go! That. You got the five months. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know how to say. What? You, you want to say anything? I feel like Tristan is wrong a lot. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Tristan, like. There are a lot of things that he stands really firm in. And for me, I think that's like, (laughs) it's a little bit hard because I am used to like being pushing people over a little bit because like I have such a a very like strong personality. And I think that's like a really like big thing for me. Like I'm like, I can't just tell him to listen to me. (laughs) So um, like for me, I find that's like a really big thing when we're like, getting into a little argument i'm like just listen to what i'm saying and agree with me and like understand and like but sometimes i have to back away and think like maybe like he's right or like not everything has to like follow my way obviously but you know i think i i have like certain expectations that like i have to realize he shouldn't have to always follow and i've been realizing that like a lot more like i'm like like i don't like this but like I should probably get past that because that's my own business to like, you know, that's my own business. Like that's not like, he's not doing that to offend me or anything. So mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. I like that. I totally hear what you're saying. Like it's nice when somebody is strong to meet a strong person. 
yeah. that they can kind of hold the lines where they see the lines and not just to fight with you because it's really where they hold the lines for the reasons that they hold the lines. So I really appreciate that. I agree with that 100%. And the part about uh, accepting the person is what comes up for me, right? Because at first we're seeing somebody and we're like, oh, you wear those pants? Oh, your hair's going to look like that? Well, now you're like my boyfriend or my girlfriend. Like, I would rather you be like this because we're this. So I want you to look like this, you know? And we don't even know that stuff's happening. Like, we're possessed. It's kind of like moms when you have kids. Like, you want your kids to look a certain way and you're like imposing on your kids. And your kids are like, who cares? And then your kids get to be like 13. They're like, mom, you're going to grow out like that? You're going to look like that? What are you doing? Like, it's, <laughs> it's a full circle. That. That's exactly what happens. Like, it's full circle. Like, we become very self-conscious of things because we're investing in something. Like, you know, when you go out with your partner as a couple, like, you know it makes a vibe. You know people are thinking about it. You know you look at couples and think about it. You know, you know other moms look at their kids and think stuff and look at your kids. So you're like, hey. You know, your friends are talking about, did you see that kid's mom? They're like, oh, my God, my mom's that mom. Oh, no, I got to stop my mom from being like that. It's like, good luck. Yeah, there's a performance look to it. Like you're saying, like, like when you, like, go out, you need to kind of, like, present yourself in a certain way. I but don't then know the that kids, we need to, but people go but that's to parts what, that's of their life do. where they think you have to, right? So in yeah. the beginning of a relationship sometimes or the way we try to change people, like, I'm not thinking it was a good idea for me to tell you boys to act a certain way for my insecurities to go away. I think that was like some of my weaker days, but it happened. I'm not going to deny it. And then I watched you all at certain insecure times trying to make me look cooler because you were afraid I made you look stupid. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just watched it happen to everybody. But there was good, it's a good, it was good to have a standard because if there was no standard, then there would be confusing. Yeah. I, I do think, I, like, while it is, like, sometimes it can be, like, too much, like, the expectations can be too much, I do think it's nice to, like, what, for me and Fela, when we go out, we both try to look, like, really, we tr we try to both dress very nice. And we always look good. We always look good. We always look good. I think, yeah. I think that's, an, that's another reason why we're, like, you know, why, why we're dating, is because we both really care about the way we look and 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 then like we both understand that that's like it's not like uh i don't know it's just like it's fun to do that it's fun to like yeah, it's your character you're having it's fun, fun to be like up. the you're couple that great. looks yeah. great yeah. Like, always like we're always awesome. we're always the best looking couple in the room like honestly like <laughs> we try to yeah. outside everyone's looking at us yeah like, yeah it's, it's we just imagine fun. there's paparazzi like everywhere <laughs> <laughs> no but uh yeah i think while it is, it can be pretty rough though. Like if someone's like, I want you to look this way. I think for us, you know, whenever, if Ayla's like, I, I think you'd look good in this like jacket. I'd be like, yeah, I probably would. Like, because I think we have a similar taste. Mm -hmm. We have a similar idea of like how we both want to present. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's been, that's been pretty good for us. Nice. I also dress him sometimes. She, so, yeah. Like I give him clothes, like, and I'll be like, Oh, I don't really like the way this looks on me. I bet it'll look good on you. And then I just give it to him, and it usually does look good on him. So, like, I'll just, I like give him like clothes to wear all the time. I wish I could say I'd do the same, but I feel like, no. I feel like she's taking like the ratty, like the, like some of my dumbest shirts and being like, this reminds me of you. So I'm going to wear it. Yeah. Like, she takes like my stupid shirts. Like, I, I, like, she doesn't. So like, she's really like, like, I'll, I'll wear, like, she, she likes them. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like a novelty for her. 
but like i'll wear like the stuff she puts on she gives me and like i'll get like people being like i really like your outfit today i'm like oh thank you yeah it's like all picked out by me (laughs) and then like she has some like stupid like she has like a shirt that's like just like a mexican restaurant like logo and shit's like mine (laughs) i love it but it's dumb it's a dumb shirt for sure or like the one with your face on it yeah, sweater with his face on it. The, uh, the one so from like the swim team, yeah, yeah, with my face on it. And it's like a horrible picture of me, like so with a ponytail. And there's like an iron on one, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, it, was a, it was a fun thing for them to give you. A oh, no, it was, it was a great present, and I, I think it's so funny. But like, that's just, I'm just like, that's proving my point, basically saying, like, she's upgrading she, your wardrobe like, by wearing your down. She's upgrading and I'm downgrading. Like, right. like, we're like, it's like canceling out. You know, she's been dressing too well. So I have to, you know, buffer it with these like horrible, <laughs> horrible articles of clothing with so much sentiment. Yeah. I hear that. Well, wonderful. Do you guys have any questions or thoughts? So we have to talk about what, what we wear. Yeah. How do you guys? Yeah, do you guys I do the I do the black, gray, and brown, and then you do the rainbow, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that is pretty. I think that's really cool that you guys both. I wear all the same wear clothes. The opposite, and you wear the, like spectrums of color. That's right. Like you're you're very like muted tones and neutral tones, and then mom will wear the like most ridiculous color combinations. It balances out. Sometimes, sometimes it looks good, but other times I'm like, why? Like you're wearing like you'll wear like <laughs> like a magenta like sweatshirt, and then you'll wear yellow pants or something, and you like, you look at it and you're like, what? <laughs> like what? So, but I think it's I think it's great. I think it's a I think it's a cool dynamic. And well, just just for you know the purpose of transparency. I wear clothes when I get dressed in the morning on what would feel good, like what color I want to wear. Like I think of my clothes as part of like what's creating me, like my outfits, my costumes, like how all of the boys like their costumes. Like it's part of the fun of like, that's what I get to do every day is get dressed. So to not be creative with how you're getting dressed, as much as I agree, we're like, we're cool because we're so different. I'm like, you're not going to create something with your things that we get to create with like you're not going to buy any new outfits you're going to wear the same outfits for 20 years yes (laughs) (laughs) something last that i have to think about yeah but that's how i feel i feel like every outfit is like like, oh it's a creation like it's like i love colors i love like Patterns she sets with her pink and, hair bangs. Uh, yeah. yeah. The two pinks, so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel pinks. like the opposite yeah. way. I feel like I want to just be able to throw that on and not worry, have to think too hard. Because when I do think about when we're going, I have to think about what are we going to wear, what are we going to do, what I should wear. And I do it. It just, it is kind of fun. But I don't, I don't like doing that every day. And I like just having the, like, the, old, the standard stuff that, like, just, you know, I know the work pants, what's comfortable, what's not, like, it has to be comfortable. It has to be functional. It has to, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, house clothes. I mean, I'm frumpy. So, I got some great house clothes. I think the house clothes are no big deal. But when you go out, it's fun to. So working in manual labor, you have, like, a, the, the right layer of clothes, you know, with the temperature. Like, I know what to wear when it's 45 degrees. I know I don't need a coat. I just need, need a couple. I need, like, a, like two, a shirt, sweatshirt, you know, and. 
maybe maybe some like uh, long johns or something underneath the pants, like if it's going to be like you know in the thirties or forties, like and those are those are like staples. I don't like if I mess around with that, then I'll end up being cold or yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I mean, that's like you're not thinking about the way it looks, but you're thinking you're like you'll know like. If it's a certain degree out or it's like certain temperature outside, you're like, okay, I need to wear this many layers and right. then I'll be good. But it doesn't matter what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see, like, I mean, sometimes I'll definitely just wear clothes like that I just think are com- like, you know, that I enjoy. And I, I know, like, I'm not putting any like great outfit together or anything because I, I, I see it as like, you know, when I, when I have to make an outfit in the morning, it's almost like I'm doing like, it's like I'm working like a muscle in my brain to like style myself. And sometimes like I don't have time or I, I'm just like, I don't want to do all that. So I'll just put on, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I have my moments. I think of both of you guys like in me where I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to craft this like beautiful art piece, which is my outfit. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just want to wear something that will keep Makes me sense. warm that day. Well, back to the beginning questions where it says, how are you changed by your relationship? I mean, maybe this is a change coming through. But I just said to my mom the other day when I visited her, I said, I just want an outfit. I love those long, like, dress-like skirt things that are A-frame and leggings. Like, I want to be able to hike, dance, sing. I want to be able to do all the things I do each day in an outfit. Because even though I play with colors, there's a pretty standard formula. There's usually some skirt on me, some leggings, and a solid shirt with a sweater or a vest. Like it's all very basic. And then I got lots of scarves and jewelry and stuff that makes it more fun. But like I really like my legs covered. Do you know what I mean? I don't like to have like my body out. I like a skirt. I like something that covers it. I like to feel modest. I like things that show my shape. You know, like so I wouldn't mind an outfit because sometimes. Thinking about that can be overwhelming. And mostly, where do you put all that stuff? Like, when I think about my costumes <laughs> closet, man, my costume closet is a closet, <laughs> you know? Like, i got stuff in the attic that should be in the costume closet. I'm like, am I going to, like, and I get that, you know, as a potential, like, person who'll be out and talking more to more people, it'd be great to have outfits. But it'd be nice to just have a thing that is just me. Because yeah. it's really me I want to bring to the world. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. But I do like to bring hope and possibility. So wearing those funny outfits has given me a reputation. And I probably did learn it from my dad because there's nowhere that man went with his tie and jacket selections and stuff that people did not turn their eyes and watch him walk through because he put together some color. And inside, I don't know if he was as happy as his color. Do you know what I mean? So there's all interesting metaphor there, things to continue to understand more. She has like crates of clothes. I have so much clothes. (laughs) It's so bad. Like for me, I think the one outfit thing, like it could never happen (laughs) because I. No, I would have different ones of it, but it would all be the same style. Like, you know what I mean? Like me, I need a different (laughs) style. Like I love all types of clothes and that's why like I love being a girl. I was actually telling Tristan this the other day because I was like, why don't boys have like skirts and capris and shorts and dresses and like i can have a million different items of everything and i'm like okay but i need 10 regular t-shirts 10 10 tank tops but like 10 cute tank tops and then like three white ones and then three but like mm-hmm. i need one of everything and my closet is crazy i have a 
huge closet and then I have like a side closet like where I hang up all my like big jackets and sweaters because I have too much so clothes. you guys should definitely consider in your new shared reality if you decide to know each other better to get big closets yeah, yeah. definitely definitely if we ever live together it's going to be like walk-in closets needed yeah, but Tristan, maybe no bathroom and a walk-in closet yeah. instead. But you would wear like all of my clothes, so would you <laughs> yeah. even need a closet? Yeah, no, it'd like, be. Oh, it'd really? be one. You'd wear her clothes? I wouldn't wear. I mean, obviously, I'd wear the clothes that like make sense for me. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna be wearing like the skirts and stuff. Like, we, <laughs> maybe we I'm gonna get him into a skirt. Today's Liam's birthday. We're gonna get him a kilt. Oh, I gotta get. Him. You're gonna get him a kilt. Oh, That's a great idea. Let's um, do it. No, but like, I mean, I'm not gonna wear her like skirts and stuff. Like, we've done that. <laughs> we One did that we will. did that for halloween and it, i did not like it i don't i do not like skirts at all um but no like, i mean like sure like there's definitely like jackets and stuff and yeah. different shirts that i would wear mm-hmm. i think i think when it comes to like i don't, I don't know i'm just tall so i don't want to wear like two like two eccentric pants like I, I usually i need a pant that's like a certain length and you know well knowing you as a young man and how hard it was for you to even wear shorts to school yeah. I can imagine yes. that. <laughs> they had to be a certain, they were, if they're too long over the knee, you're like, I don't want, no. Yeah, it was super big. They had to be the shorts. right spot on the, on the knee. Like when you sat down, you put them on, you would sit down. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I think like, I think it was just because of how hairy my legs were like at such a young age. Like people would be like, like two people would see my legs. No, like, I don't oh. think it didn't have anything to do with hair. I was telling you what it had to do with her. I think it was, I don't remember it being hair. Like, I remember it was young. (laughs) It didn't happen to you. It happened to her. I'm just saying, I just, I'm telling you, I I remember. Like, it was, but like, yeah. I also, I just found pants more comfortable. And I was like, I think in like a lot of like the movies I'd watch and stuff, they'd wear pants. I'm like, okay, well, no one's wearing shorts. So, like, why would I wear shorts? (laughs) What was the thing about, oh, that was the sex talk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember this. Well, do you want me to tell it? It's funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's sure. funny. Tristan and I were going to the store, and it was just him and I in the car. And I was getting some things. I don't know what we were buying, but we were buying some gifts for something he was really excited about. He was in a really good, playful mood. And we were coming out of the Walmart, and we, I said something about... Um, love or people or something and then he says so in the car he says so mom when people fall in love they just have a baby is that what happens yeah that's exactly what happens and i said i said well not kind of i mean like there's more to it the bodies connect and stuff like that and 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 he's like what do you mean (laughs) and i was like oh here we go how old was i Four or five or something oh, okay. like that. Yeah, I definitely don't remember this one. So I, I said, well, do you do you want me to tell you? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, it's just we could. He said, yeah, you can tell me. And I said, <laughs> all right, well, when when men and women come together, you know, a man has a penis and a woman has a vagina and the penis goes inside and it makes a seed and the baby grows. So their love does make a baby. And he was just like, his face was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Like, oh my God. And I was like, what what's going on? He's just like, Mom, I'm like, I don't even like to wear shorts to school. Like, how will I ever do that? <laughs> 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 and I'm like, 
I said, well, you'll feel different when you get older. You'll feel different. <laughs> things change, you know what I mean? Like, it won't be like that. I was real. I was real back then. So was, then, so then we good. came home, and I said to Tristan, did you tell your brother Cole? Like, it was like the next day. Did you tell your brother Cole we talked about? And Tristan's face was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Cole's like, what? What did you guys talk about? <laughs> so, so then... I explained it again to them in a, another way. I tried to make it as basic as I could that, like, you know, where it happens. Yeah, what, Cole is a simpler, he's a little simpler kind of mind. So, you know, you have to explain things in really small words. No, and stuff. that's not how it was at all. <laughs> but yeah, they were just really taken aback by that whole idea. And then that's actually what started you talking about the other things. It's like, but then people fall in love and get stuck together. Like what happens? Like you really, you and your brother around five years old really wanted to understand love. We were listening to, um, you know, songs or what, what Broadway, Broadway songs and stuff like that. Like, you oh, know, really? so we went through this phase where I was just playing them all the time, these Broadway songs. And you guys were like, they're singing their feelings. They're singing their feelings. I was like, yeah, that's what they're doing. They're using their voice for that. So you both made this love ballad. Remember when you started to talk about like what you guys thought love was. So like yeah. it was just a time where you became curious about how life was made. For so, sure. And it was definitely, you were always very honest. You and your brother, all of the boys have been completely honest. And that is a true thing that you did ask that. There's probably more to it, but I'm not remembering all of it. But that's the gist of the question and the funny part. So I think this went better than I could have dreamed, guys. Thank you so much for being so authentic and so present with us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks for thanks for doing this. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for being part of our new voice and being in our family and dressing well so we look good. Yeah, it's all about dressing well. That's basically the basis of this entire podcast is dress well and you'll feel better. Oh. It's all about that. Yeah. It's all material when it comes to relationships, you know, buy each other things, dress well, spend as much money as all possible. All right. I think we're about to end the show. All right, everybody. I don't think we're on the same page. It was good seeing you. Great to impart this kind of knowledge on you guys. All right. I'll let you take it away now. Anyone else? Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Well, we kind of close up away. So everybody kind of takes a breath or two. Just become fully present where you are and nowhere else. Imagine yourself connecting to the source that connects us all. Make a nice straight line in your spine. And take all your energy back to you, fully healed in present time. And anybody we spoke about as well, send all their energy back to them, fully healed in present time. May we all grow divine and be reflections of the truth. And thank you so much for this opportunity to be so at ease with our youth. May it persist. Thanks for listening. Talk again soon. Peace. Hi, this is Madeline again. If you're interested in learning more about co-creation and building a new foundation, check out the website gwtestfamily.com and get involved. Join us in growing this frequency of Draining more peace and directions. harmony and possibility. Calling above and below to the space inside me that longs to glow. I call for the wisdom of my teachers and my elders and the wisest part of me. What is it that's going to set us free? How can we find harmony in this family? Please teach me. Show me the way. I know. The way will open.
Where is it? Where's the bag? Rhythm in the middle. Stay centered. Stay true. Do what you're here to do. That's what'll soothe your soul. Rhythm in the middle. Rhythm in the 